I can see, you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff Coat and Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> The buff and the buff shoe, buff shoe, buff. Who put the beaver in the beaver? Leave a beaver. It's Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast. Uh, summoning the spirit of the 60s or 50s, whenever that stupid song came out. But anyway, I'm Clay Cunningham, joined as always by my co host Adam Kurtz. Adam, uh, lay some wisdom on the people or something. Yeah, I mean, that song actually came out in 1952 by Razzie and the Randazzlers. Okay. <laughs> were, you, were you anticipating that? <laughs> that was like right I, on the... No, I just made all that up. Yeah, I know. I know. I, know and I don't remember who <laughs> sang it, but I knew enough to know that that was bullshit. But yeah, it was... It, it's a, that would have been a really impressive poll. But um, yes, we are back. The second episode of the second season, we got our connecting themes. Uh, what we got today is Beavis and Butthead Disrupt a School Video. We're going to be talking about the episode Safe Driving and Just for Girls. Uh, a couple of quality episodes here, but before we get into that, um, well, this is uh, going to be old news by the time this comes out to the public, but it was announced uh, roughly four or five days before we recorded this, Adam, we knew that Beavis and Butthead were getting a relaunch, and it turns out part of that is a new movie that was announced through kind of a vague sort of Zoom-esque inspired teaser trailer that is apparently going to come out on Paramount+. Plus. Don't know the plot of the movie, don't know when it's coming out, but it's apparently coming out, and um, uh, your thoughts? Leave it to the corpse of Spike TV to spark joy into us. Paramount Plus coming through. And no, yes. I think it'll be I, the just us doing this via Zoom most of the time. And then Beavis and Butthead doing Zoom. I'm excited. Could be fun. Yeah, it, it's, um, I mean, I've, everybody who's, you know, and I'm among all these people who like to always say just, oh, I've saved so much money cutting the cord, but now now we have to get another streaming service. And apparently, <laughs> eventually we're just going to start paying for cable again. But you know what? I think we should keep that spirit of sanctimony because, you know, the cable company's not got their hands in my pocket, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. You know, actually, I'm pretty <laughs> ticked about Paramount and Plus. Um, the Paramount Network canceled one of the few reality shows i enjoyed ink master so oh uh oh well uh, i I guess they can redeem themselves here so that's uh, yeah you got a choice to make if if that's going to be worth you know the rage that you're feeling but um yeah something to look forward to and i'm sure we'll address it more uh later in the season when spoiler alert we have an episode discussing the first Beavis and Butthead movie, Beavis and Butthead Do America. But we're not talking about that today, Adam. As I said, talking about a couple episodes where Beavis and Butthead talk over and are disruptive during school videos. And uh, the first one we're going to talk about today, as I mentioned, is Safe Driving, which aired July 11th, 1994, as the 23rd episode of Season 4. Written by Christopher Brown, Larry Doyle, and Mike Judge. Directed by Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan. The synopsis, 
Beavis and Butthead participate in drive in a driver's education class headed by Coach Buzzcut. Adam, you're going first. What's your thoughts on safe driving? Safe driving is one that both of these episodes this week are I distinctly remember from my childhood. So it was fun from that regard to to kind of remember these these episodes. Um, when they when they're initially going to the driver's ed course, I thought, aren't they only fourteen? That was my first thought. And then when they get up in line and they have to prove their age to Coach Buzzcut, which shouldn't he know how old they are? Nonetheless. <laughs> they have birth certificates that are forged and basically just written on scrap pieces of paper, and he allows them in. So um, I got a big kick out of their forgeries and just Buzzcut in general. I think we've talked a lot about Buzzcut, but we really haven't had an appreciate, uh, appreciation episode uh, as we did for Van Driesen and uh, Mr. Anderson. But uh, no, Buzzcut... Uh, is uh, is the teacher, and he plays a gruesome video, and <laughs> this is just a great sequence. All of, uh, him introducing the video, and uh, in his style, allowing people to leave, but calling them absolute panty waste. Or I can't remember the exact terminology, but the one guy who does gets up and leaves is the. <laughs> most sluggish nerd <laughs> that the whole show's ever uh, displayed. <laughs> and Butthead just going, that guy's a wuss. <laughs> uh, with this, the the gentle saunter across Beavis and Butthead. Uh, probably my favorite uh, part of the episode. Um, and then so they play the gruesome there. video. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that, um, I, that whole sequence, because I, I do love... Just the way it starts, because Buzzcut, um, <laughs> I mean, he starts kind of gentle, yeah, because he, he just talks about, like, it's nothing I haven't seen, like, but no, one, he's, no one's going to think you're a panty waste if you can't take it. <laughs> but then he just immediately just shifts to, but if you can't, I suggest you get your pathetic, weak-willed little <laughs> butt out of here now. Because, and it's just like a hilarious tonal shift, and I just, I have to imagine that it's like, at some point, some like he was really aggressive all the way through, and somebody just said like, um, "Yeah, you can't talk to the kids like that, you know. It's you, you got to be more gentle." And I think he started and then got like halfway through and just realized, "Like, no, I can't. Re- if you can't watch this, then I have no respect for you." And like, talk about the the kid who's the wuss, or uh, that's as someone who like I have this weird thing. Or like I have like an irrational fear of looking dumb in public. Like an example I had like a couple weeks ago, um, I got to go to this hockey game that uh, wasn't open to the public. I of course got I got to go in. No, not saying I'm a big deal, but but I'd never been to a hockey game at this arena before, and I was walking up to the front of front of it, just kind of looking for the door where to come in, and I saw someone like in the window. And I just like I was so worried that I was gonna look stupid. Like if I opened the locked door, I was just like, nope, not dealing it. I'm walking around. And this one, this, the look of this kid, he has this like this slouched shoulders, and he has these thick glasses where you can't even see his eyes. Just and he's the only one who walks out, just so defeated. And then yeah, the capper just. That guy's a wuss. <laughs> He's a panty wuss. Those beavers. Yeah, that that's I I would say one of that might be one of my top five favorite scenes in the entire show. Just the, the all encompassing. It's fantastic. 
Now, is that nerd in the gruesome video as well? I swear he's driving the car. I know it's not the same guy, but man, it's, it's very similar drawings. Uh, he's one of the, uh, the uh, innocent bystanders in the gruesome video. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. And also, that kid, I don't think he has a name, but he is in the PATs. But yes, he is the, uh, <laughs> he is the counter to uh, Vinny and Frankie in the bloody mess behind the wheel video. Oh, yes. Uh, is it Vinny and Frankie or Benny and Frankie? I thought it was Benny, but I, I could have misheard. I, I have Vinny. It could have been wrong, but um, yeah, clearly, I, I guess they're supposed to be Beavis and Butthead stand-ins, but the narrator actually says, everyone thinks they're cool, which only Stuart <laughs> think Beavis. So this is basically Beavis and Butthead's ideal versions of themselves. And uh, Beavis and Butthead themselves think those guys are cool, Benny and Frankie or Vinny and Frankie. Um, so they see the crash happen um, in a particular way uh, in the video. And then uh, the next step would be, a, uh, of course, a driving test, which Bud Buzzcut is uh, administering. And, uh, of course, he yells to gently press on the pedal by screaming at him. Um, Budhead floors it and then uh, coincidentally crashes the same exact way as the old uh, gruesome video so uh, a solid episode that brought up a lot of good memories from my childhood clay and uh, um, pretty funny can i say like i'm stunned i, I had a very specific memory that this hard to, that i was a hundred percent you were going to bring up because okay. as they're waiting in line uh butthead i mean they're telling a story about like who's driven and like Beavis is like bragging about how he hasn't and Butthead's like said no he wasn't like you drove bumper cars and you got stuck in the corner and everyone is kicking your ass <laughs> especially that little girl you know for a fact I was that kid I I still vividly <laughs> remember getting stuck and watching just the, the exasperated look of a worker at uh, Indiana Beach on beautiful Lake Schaefer, Monticello, Indiana, trying to get me out of the corner. And just he's just like, turn the wheel! This He's just like, how can anyone be this stupid? Like, I, I know you remember that, and I was so certain you were going to bring it up. Dude, I, I'm not kidding you. I thought it when I was watching, and I just don't think I wrote it down. So I, I, I'm sad I forgot to write it down, but I did think of that exact thing um, <laughs> because you you could not get out of there. And I, I think know. we just pounded you every single chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you absolutely did. I, I, I can oh, remember. I, I have, I like the... The every time you like you really laugh at me, like the face you make is like tattooed in my brain, and I can definitely see it in that car. I mean, it looks you know younger than the one you're smirking at me in right now. But um, well, I I just feel Clay like you had to look over your shoulders too. I don't know. I just remember you couldn't maneuver whatsoever. No, I it, hey it's it, I you can I. I brought it up, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all I'm game for being mocked. Uh, um, <laughs> I feel like those things are those things are made that way, though. If you get caught whatsoever, you are you, you're dead in the water. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you remembered that, man. I, I did remember. I'm sad I forgot to write it down. And this actually, this one I take thing. that back. I'm an idiot. 
oh my god i know i'm showing you i actually did um oh, you did <laughs> bumper cars i did note it but i just had it in the uh the side notes i well, told you i was mildly underprepared so well i, I well I, i'm glad i salvaged that but there's yeah there, there's a lot of stuff like i can remember like that and um you know you know being the, the anxious kid and just kind of another like personal side note of something that at one point in the uh, the bloody mess behind the wheel video, there is a scene where some kid just like runs full on in front of Vinny and Frankie's car, just like just in the middle of the street <laughs> yes. while they're driving. And it and like I remember seeing that as a kid and thinking it was funny. Just side note: now I I currently live in Bakersfield, California, and I I wouldn't think this is like a area specific problem, but I never noticed it. I've lived here about a year and a half. Basically, that exact scenario has played out roughly a dozen times. It, it's just <laughs> wow. You need to slow down. I, 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 well, no, it's I, I'm driving like 40 miles an hour, and it's just people just kind of whoop. I want to get across the street. Don't need to look. So the numbers indicate That's a weird we have Bakersfield accent. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's spot on. Trust me. So like, if we have anyone listening from Bakersfield, just don't walk into traffic. It's asinine. Oh, sorry about that. It's okay. Oh, one other question I had to ask. Now, you and I, you know, we're in the same grade, uh, same school and all that, but we took driver's ed a year apart. Did you mm. ever watch a video like Bloody Mess yes, Behind the Wheel? absolutely. We did. I, it I was old, too. Watching. Oh, it's so gruesome. I, I distinctly remember somebody's bottom jaw got torn off. And it was just their top mm. teeth and their tongue flopping around. So it obviously uh, scarred me. That's, I mean, well, I mean, if you, if it's literally a year apart. I can't imagine they just cut it out for one year. And then, But I, I have no recollection, but... Um, uh, maybe you left. Maybe they gave you the option and you sauntered across <laughs> the classroom. <laughs> that's, that's um, you know, I, I feel like I could have handled it. But, I mean, I, I have been called a wuss on multiple occasions. But um, that's... Man, this is just basically seems like we exist. This this one just bringing up all sorts of trauma here. So let's let's move on to the music videos. Um, uh, we got uh, three of them: uh, "Tomato Head" by Shonen Knife, "Lost in America" by Alice Cooper, and "Delia's Gone" by Johnny Cash. Adam, what do you got from the video segment? Uh, the "Tomato Head" video, I enjoyed the big. Um... Oh no! <laughs> like initially, oh, it wasn't an uh or what's this? It's just oh no. Um, it was fine. And then uh, moving to Alice Cooper, I I don't know what your sensibilities are here, and but Alice Cooper has some of the cheesiest lyrics. Um, in this, it's you know I don't got a car because I don't have a job, and I, a lot of his songs are just. There's one about eating pizza. It's like it's pizza time, children, or something. <laughs> he has just a lot of really lame songs, and he's really like uh, held up as a rock god. I, I I don't get the two. I've never found the appeal of Alice Cooper, and I that's all I could think about in this video is just how cheesy this song is, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, Johnny I... Cash uh, was uh, sorry, I forgot about that one. Uh, that. Uh, I did like the insult of Butthead saying uh, you might have a better chance if 
chicks had to choose between life or death or you know scoring with you would be uh, <laughs> scoring with you would be the only chance they had to live so you might have a chance so Give, given Beavis hope um yeah I loved the the oh no and the shonen knife and I also this almost felt like a turnabout because uh in uh, Be- uh butthead tells the story about spitting a loogie in Beavis's coke when he went to the bathroom and Beavis knew about it and retaliated by taking a dump on a cracker butthead had and butthead <laughs> was somehow proud of the fact that he just brushed the turd off and still ate the cracker <laughs> Which that kind of feels like something that Beavis would have done, um, but yeah, that was really gross. You know, I was uh, not to go down memory lane too much and get uh, too impersonal. I won't mention names here, but the crapping on a cracker reminded me of a crapping on a paper plate. May he rest, R.I.P. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we had a friend who would crap on things. So I I literally referenced that story to someone I was talking about yesterday. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything comes full circle. Um, yeah, I didn't have much to say about Alice Cooper. I mean, I guess it was lame, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan. And um, this is kind of like, well, here, I guess we're just going to be real divisive about old musicians. I don't know what it is. Like, I really have a lot of respect for Johnny Cash. Just like I, I just I like his story. I just kind of like that sort of I, I, that that country outlaw kind of appeals to me. Like I just like I do. I don't like his music. I've I've really tried oh. to be a Johnny Cash fan, and I mean, I don't know. I hmm. I, I did like the 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 idea of the like one of them said, uh, "What kind of music is this?" Watching it because yeah, Johnny Cash was a weird choice for like MTV era, but just uh, it's just one of those like yeah, it's. Yeah, you just have some of those artists like you admire him, but you know, musically, you know, like give me Towns Van Zant any day. Well, <laughs> well, I, I maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe we just need to look deeper into Alice Cooper and Johnny Cash. I probably wouldn't well, put I, them in the same arena together, but no, I yeah, Alice Cooper doesn't do anything <laughs> for me. Like, so I, I I'm okay. You know what? If you want to you send your hate comments for our Alice Cooper bashing, bring it on. We're ready for it. Fuck Alice Cooper. <laughs> oh, you yeah, know, Johnny Cash had uh, Hurt than the Nine Inch Nails uh, cover, yeah, though. That was good. I, yeah, I like the Nine Inch Nails song better. But my favorite Nine Inch Nails song, honestly. But, um, okay. Yeah, but uh, you know what? That's uh, I think we're good. Let's let's take a little break, take a little breather, and we'll come right back with our discussion for just for girls. It's nothing I haven't seen, but it may be too much for some of you delicate types. Now, no one's gonna think you're a panty waste if you can't take it, but if you can't. I suggest you get your pathetic, weak-willed little butt out of here now. You have five seconds. <laughs> Fuck over wuss. He's <laughs> a penny wuss. Buff, code, and beaver. We are back. Buff, code, and beaver. Season two. Episode two. Part two. A triple deuce, if you will. So, uh... Consider yourself one-upped the bar from Roadhouse. 
I hope this leaves you feeling a pain that does hurt. Oh, man, beautifully done. Yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. Nice. I was, didn't know where that was going, and man, that landed. I loved it. Well, thank you. That's, I mean, it's hard to mess up. I mean, there's how many movies are as good as Roadhouse anyway? There's no, no way to zero. make a poor reference. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, any, uh, we got another one just for girls. Adam, you got the synopsis and such. Lay it on me. Yes, sir. So, uh, just for girls, season seven, episode five, and aired in January of 1997. Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan directed. Christopher Brown, Mike Judge wrote it, and Clay Beavis and Butthead want to attend the sexual education class being held specifically for girls. You know, one thing <clears throat> me, um, that I always talk about is a big reason why I love this show is the great butthead swagger. I love how unflinchingly self-confident he is in situations where he has no business having any confidence at all. Um, so the, like, the episode starts where Van Driesen tells like the, uh, the girls in the class they need to report to this specific classroom to watch a video about their changing bodies. Which, of course, Beavis and Butthead get the impression that they're going to get to see naked chicks. And um, they show up um, and tell the teacher uh, that Van Driesen gave him permission. And um, it, it starts off by like she, her protesting. She's like, yeah, it's nothing we haven't seen. Which is, of course, bullshit. And then um, I think my favorite part there is when she leaves, she's like... Uh, oh, he gave you permission. Uh, well, we'll just see about that. And she leaves to get Van Driesen. And he just turns around and goes, oh, uh, any of you chicks want to make out during the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, no self-consciousness about it whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, somehow convinced that it was going to work. And, um, and you know, it feels odd. We're coming... Just a couple episodes off our Van Driesen appreciation episode, but uh, there's plenty more to kind of dissect in that realm uh, this time around. Um, it starts with, you have the, as you would call it, admirable but completely moronic uh, belief that Beavis and Butthead can be reached through education. Because like, when the teacher brings them in, and like he tries to get them out at first, but they just they they spew this BS line about you know wanting to <laughs> to learn, and then Van Driesen convinces her they should stay because quote their minds are just crying out for knowledge, which I mean is so dumb but so in character. And then I also love we get to see like his hippy dippy side because he is. Because he stays and watches the video with him, because I guess he said he wants to you know, talk Beavis and Butthead through it. But you can see, he is all in on this video about teenage <laughs> girls like discovering their sexuality, just sitting there like with wide-eyed wonder. Um, and, and this is my favorite. Now, this one's kind of hard to tell, but it looks to me, because it ends, you know... Like there's a girl who has sex with her boyfriend, gets pregnant, and they end by showing showing the pregnancy. And Beavis and Butthead, you know, they run out of run out of the scene, run out of the room in horror. And as they're running out, it's like a wide shot. You can't tell, but I swear it looks to me like Van Driesen during the birth scene is just 
front of his chair, like hands parched, eyes completely wide open, just completely in awe of what he see of this gross scene, <laughs> which in most instances I think would seem like a, a really kind of a try hard kind of thing, but I, it, it's somehow oddly. I don't know if endearing, but at least sincere from him. He's such, it, it, and this is going to be a, a sentiment I echo every time we talk about him. He's such a dork. <laughs> he, he's the best, though. I mean, I wrote down that line. Yeah. Their minds are crying out for knowledge. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it's, it was so great, and... Um, yeah, you know, during right up to that pregnancy scene, they're cheering during the sex part. You know, they're in the back of the seat. Then they applaud mm. the puke, <laughs> and then they yeah. applaud the pregnancy because the, uh, the, you know, the breasts get bigger, so they applaud that. And then they're just absolutely mortified at the birthing scene. So they get this build up, and then they completely drop down. So that's that's almost like you could make a gif out of what's watching butthead's reaction. Cause it just kind of goes through like he's kind of standard. Then there's like a scene that's kind of gross and his eyes drop. And then I think, yeah, they show the sequence of the, of the pregnant woman's breasts getting larger and then just, he gets a stand. Whoa. Kind of thing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. I, um, if there's one like hiccup I'd have, it's kind of you did mention the ending. It's because yeah, they you, they do sort of you know they spend the whole time sort of hooting and hollering, only to kind of you know be disgusted by the birth scene and run out. Which I mean, it's fine, but it almost feels like kind of a predictable ending. Um, just yeah, sure. I mean, it, nothing bad. I just kind of uh, I just I, I, I the episode's strong overall. That was kind of a shrug moment for me, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess what I would have thought they would have done, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. But yeah, the, the ending just kind of eh. Yeah, Van Driesen does give him a little talk um, after two, you know, and that's yeah, it, it is predictable. But the you even though. That's what I always say compared to them to the Three Stooges a lot. You always knew where the Stooges were going, and it was still kind of funny, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But the music video, for me, was one of the best ones, Clay. It was, it was Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Your thoughts on that? Um, I, well, I, I, I'll, I'll kick it over to you pretty quick because I, I. It's it's hard for me. I mean, I think there were a couple of funny jokes. I don't really remember. It's hard to me to like get past this song because I mean, if ever there was a very like the very definition of a novelty song, like this is it. Like it literally. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, was there anything they thought of other than like, yeah, this song will annoy the hell out of parents at amusement parks. But I will say, like, if that was the stated goal, mission accomplished, because I went to a few amusement parks, and it drove my dad up the wall. My my, my dad, who's infamous for his stance that uh, people who scream on roller coasters should be ejected. So he was, he was he's always in a great mood anyway. So, yeah, rednecks kind of put him over fun. the edge. Yeah, yeah, but, um, it, yeah, I, I, it, it, I don't know. It's It's... It, it, it is what it is, but you, you said it's a favorite of yours, so I'm, I'm interested to hear your your. This your is stance. the first, yeah, this is the first video 
I distinctly remember from Beavis and Butthead. I okay. absolutely 100% remember the, the uh, <laughs> like, the initial of Cotton Eye Joe. You hear it, you, you've heard the song, but just Butthead's initial reaction. And this one just brought back a ton of nostalgia for me because I'd never seen the video before for that song. So seeing, seeing really? that video to the song and it not, yeah, like, well, I mean, when I, the very first time I saw it as a kid, I'd never seen it up until I saw it on oh, Beavis okay. and Butthead. So I remember seeing this specifically on Beavis and Butthead. And I think that's just bringing back those feelings and just, you know, when you're not supposed to watch something as a kid again, you know, it brought back everything. But that song is just so stupid and the video is so dumb. Um, and Beavis does wig out at the end. Uh, he has... I think they I think they refer to it as a seizure a seizure but uh yeah he just kind of goes nuts and uh butthead uh saying that's pretty cool that just sum, sums them up in a, in a in a fashion like that I just distinctly remember that video and it it brought back a lot of good memories Is it Rednecks like a Swedish band too I, I I'm 100% yes. certain they're European <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, they did just did very bizarre. The, like, did they enter the studio? You think, like, yeah, after this song, we're gonna have a long career because I mean, you think, like, I mean, I'm trying to think, <laughs> hey, of, like, man. you know, like, but like, who let the dogs out and like Mambo Number no. Five and songs like that feel? I mean, those, I mean, th- those songs had like ten minutes shelf life, which I think is about nine minutes longer than this one. It's 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 a bizarre song. I will say though this this song lives on in sporting venues though it's it does I, I constantly hear it and at weddings you know you'll you'll still hear it at weddings so it's uh, I, I I bet they still make money from Cotton Eye Joe to this day so the that's, members that's, of Rednecks that's... wherever they are yeah that's uh yeah maybe they're maybe they'll listen maybe maybe they're listeners and maybe they can weigh in on what they thought their their career. Would have happened. What, what, let's would get have rednecks like on the line. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll work on that for uh, <laughs> coming weeks. Um, Adam, uh, best episode of the two. What do you got? Uh, safe driving for me was the clear winner. Uh, buzz cut was great, um, but I, I you get a nice showcase of both uh, a different style of teaching from both. But I, I enjoyed uh, safe driving better. Even though I think, you know, we talked about the one scene. I think my favorite line of it might be, their minds are crying out for knowledge. Yeah, yeah, there's there's definitely good stuff in Just for Girls. Um, But yeah, overall, safe driving, um, I mean, it's more memorable. I think it's kind of, you know, more consistent, stronger ending. That guy's a wuss is a classic scene. And um, I got one thing to mention, too, because um, I know we talked about in our cow tipping uh, episode that some people are like, oh, this one isn't canon because uh, Beavis dies at the end. But, I mean, if this is supposed to be like the, the crash scene when they actually take their driving test is a spitting image of the, the one in Bloody Mess Behind the Wheel, which we are to assume that the characters died. So uh, is this one not canon? I, you know, I, I hadn't thought of that till right now, but you make a very good point. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, we can, uh, as always, yeah, you can email us. I mean, if you want to get in touch with us, 
You can email us at uh, buffcoatandbeaverpod at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at, uh, at buffcoatandbeaverpod. And uh, last week, I teased that we were going to start a Twitter page, um, and it was going to be at buffcoatandbeaverpod, but I haven't started a new Twitter account in years, and I forgot that there's apparently a 15-character limit. So, uh, no, disregard, we are not at buffcoatandbeaverpod. We are on Twitter, though. Our handle is, which was actually my my first choice for the name of the show, we are at Butthole and Joe, all spelled out. Another classic Anderson slogan, but uh, yeah, you can find us. And um, well, I mean, we don't have many followers now, but um, we pr- and you know who doesn't follow us? Adam Kurtz. What the hell, man? Oh, well. sorry, dude. Another stuff to go to do. Another stuff. Oh, to go. gee, you're, really, you're flexing on your own podcast about how you're too damn busy to make it work. What a rotten way to end it. But anyway, we'll, this feud will be smoothed over at some point, and uh, we'll be back next week with our first ever guest, my good friend uh, from college, Sarah Hill will be joining the program and we will be discussing episodes where Beavis and Butthead wander into office buildings and get jobs. Uh, They will be looking at it through the episodes Temporary Insanity and Technical Support, or Tech Support, I believe. I don't have the notes. One of the two. It doesn't matter. This this one's a mess. But uh, Adam, thoughts on us adding a guest? I don't have any hot takes. I, I still think you're trying to brew up this feud between me and Sarah, which apparently existed like 20 years ago. But uh, uh, it, I will I, feed I will, into that however much you want me to. Okay. I, I don't know if we need to defeat it, but it should be noticed, yes, that Adam mildly offended my friend Sarah 13 years ago, and uh, she still holds a grudge <laughs> to this day. But I have something uh, in my pocket, and this is something you want to listen to for Explosive. I have a text message from her that I know you're not going to like, but you're going to have to wait until next week to to find out what it is. But until next time, I'm Clay Cunningham. That's Adam Kurtz. This is Buff Code and Beaver of Beavis and Butthead Podcast.